Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having an absolutely blessed day today. And I saw this earlier, and I thought it was interesting. This almost appears to me that we're in a giant global social experiment where some countries are doing certain things and others are doing certain things, and it's all kind of one big algorithm experiment. As we saw in Netherlands now, the Dutch government has now said on Wednesday, they advised the public that there is no mass mandate stating that the effectiveness remains unproven. The Minister for Medical Care, Tamara Van Ark, made the decision after review by the country's National Institute for Health said, because from a medical perspective, there is no proven effectiveness of masks, the cabinet has decided that there is no national obligation for wearing non-medical masks. They said they are uncon- they're unconvinced to do anything, and that they've basically taken a different path, including shops remain open and people still go out and about, and there has not been a significant change in cases versus a lot of other countries. So I thought it was interesting. As we have some areas like down in Miami-Dade, I told you guys yesterday, they literally have roving patrols of essentially Stasi-style police doing mask stops and mask sting operations to find people whenever they see them even not wearing a mask properly, like it's just below their nose, they are being fined, literally setting up sting operations with plain clothes officers walking around accosting people for not wearing a mask. So I just thought this is interesting how we see two polar opposite aspects of what we see in some countries and what we see in other countries and how these numbers have been so fabricated and so completely manipulated you don't really know what to believe anymore. So as far as I'm concerned, Everybody can just sort it out on their own. I think we've pretty much already figured now. We had a customer yesterday, a real good customer, listener of the show, 81 years old, still in good health, takes care of herself, takes supplements, been a customer of us for a while, and she called up and talked to Steve yesterday, talked to Steve on the phone in detail, and she basically caught COVID-19, 81 years old, okay, and she has three other family members in the house. Everybody tested positive. Everybody tested positive. Now, she is really big into health and supplements. She's been taking our healthy immune kit, so she's been hammering the black seed oil, the vitamin C, the D3, the iodine. And uh, she said virtually, and it's 81 years old, she said virtually she had very minor symptoms, didn't really even have a fever. So after about four or five days, she felt pretty solid again. The rest of the family, who basically, from what she has said, has refused to take any supplements, does not want to take vitamins, does not want to take nutrients, said they need to go to the hospital. And, of course, they all ended up going to the hospital, and they've all been having serious side effects and complications from everything they've been involved in in the medical industrial complex now while she is back at home completely healthy as she's been taking her supplements before and after and during the COVID-positive experience that she had. So I thought I would throw that out there again because I'm getting literally email after email. I think Steve, I talked to him yesterday in detail, he said he's had about... 30 customers so far now call up and say they tested positive, directly tested positive, and they were running supplements, they were running the stack, we said, and they recovered, in most of them, less than a week time at the most. And so it's interesting to me how we're seeing these reports repeatedly after one another of people using intravenous vitamin IV 
in research studies getting great results, 100% recovery rate. People calling us up on a regular basis, taking supplements, getting great recovery. Now, I'm not claiming anything. These are all independent people with independent opinions. These are not control tests. It's not research. I'm just telling you what these people told me. So I find it interesting that any time somebody brings up something that's contradictory to the narrative in the mainstream media, it's completely and totally shut down because it's not scientific, even though they have no other better option except you need to just sit and wait and cower under your bed in fear until we have a vaccine for you because, as we've already seen, the vaccine is going to be probably worse side effects than the virus ever could possibly be there. But that's kind of my take on it this morning. Uh, you know, the masks have gotten to the point where I find them nauseating. And, uh, I mean, I just, I, I just, they're, they're a symbol of Kabbalah. They're a symbol of being muzzled. They're a symbol of submission. They're a symbol of Satanism, as far as I'm concerned. And this is who's running the planet. And this, that's all it is, because they don't work. They don't stop this virus that has a 99.7%, you know, recovery rate. And like you said, if you keep your immune system strong, and we've seen it with so many of our listeners, I mean, you and I had this mess back in February. And uh, I told you guys what happened. I was walking through Lowe's. Some guy was coughing up a lung. Austin's behind me. We both came down with it. I went and got a vitamin C IV. I felt awful for about three days. I did, but we didn't. We did the show. We didn't tell you how bad we felt, both of us. And I went and got a vitamin C IV. Austin did not. And then we all loaded up with C D three. I mean, I started hammering a D three. And three four days later, I was fine. And it's just, I, I, in fact, the, the reason you get the fever and the really bad, the, the 104, 105 degree fever with this, is because of the cytokine storm. It's what causes all the inflammation in the body. And if you have the D3 and the potassium iodide and the vitamin C and the zinc in the system, you don't get the cytokine storm, so you don't get the fever. Now, a lot of people are saying that the COVID is not real. Well, no, it is real. It's a real virus. It was genetically engineered. It's, it's mutated now past the point of being unbelievably deadly, but it could still be deadly for a person who has an impaired immune system. That's why all of these people that are dying in most cases now, not every case, but in most cases, they have underlying health conditions. Or they're like our friend, our 81-year-old friend who basically is supportive of Health Masters. Thank you to her. Who basically tells her family, you need to take these supplements and nobody wants to listen. Now, I don't know why people don't want to listen. I don't know. I, I, you know, it's, it's vitamin C. I mean, we're not, I mean, it's not, it's not taking, you know, you know, this, 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 this malaria medicine. It's, it's vitamin C. Everybody knows you need it. And everybody knows you need zinc. Everybody knows you need potassium iodide. Everybody knows you need D3. It's not like it's something that we don't understand as human beings, unless you have completely kept yourself, you know, in a closed-in room your whole life, and you've never learned anything about nutrition. I mean, if you got friends who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, they should know that you know if you eat good food, you stay healthy. If you eat bad food, you don't. But somehow that concept has eluded people, and it's frustrating to me also. By the way. This stuff now is coming out with Shislaine Maxwell, and I'm going to talk about this for just a second. It's going to get kind of weird. Stay with me. Uh, court documents are detailing Maxwell's constant orgies with young girls on Epstein's Island. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein and his alleged madame, Shislaine Maxwell, used his private Caribbean island to host constant orgies and once flew in a group of European models to fulfill their sexual fetishes. An Epstein accuser claimed in a newly released court document. Now, this is coming out now about what the world elite do and how they're involved in it. Now, Jeslaine Maxwell told 
Epstein five years ago said, you've done nothing wrong, and I'd urge you to start acting like it. Newly unsealed court documents revealed Ghislaine Maxwell emailed Jeffrey Epstein five years ago after she claimed they last spoke. Now, she's telling him that he done, had done nothing wrong. This Epstein stole Maxwell. She had done nothing. It said that he had done nothing wrong to go outside head high, not as an escaping convict. Now, why would they do this? Why would they say they had done nothing wrong? Now, our show's going to go esoteric for a minute, and you're going to understand why I said that and why I'm saying that. Now, here's why. Epstein and Ghislaine are both Kabbalists. They're, they're involved with Shabbat Lubavitch. They studied the Zohar. Or he studied, well, I still believe he's alive, so that's what he does. Their religion is to have these orgies all the time and to basically seduce all of these people because when they're having sex with somebody else they're having sex with a demon and they're creating points of light because Einsoff, their demon snake god believes that you have to have more points of light that's why she's saying to Epstein you did nothing wrong in other words you're serving your god you've done nothing wrong a distinctive aspect of the Kabbalah you know, is a highly sexual nature of worship um, almost all of the themes of its symbolism are related to male and female genitalia. We talked about that. They have their penis god. And sexual union of male and female. This originated by the union of the god and goddesses that create life forms. This is another familiar Egyptian theme, which is where the Kabbalah came from, that and the Canaanite religions, which were themes of worship of the snake people. This explains why the scriptures call apostates, people who've fallen away, harlots because they're going out and having sex all the time like Ghislaine did. That's why they're called the harlot. This is the depraved nature of the sin that will bring you closer to God doctrine that was brought to us by Sabbatain Zivi. Orgies, temple prostitution, including homosexuality and bestiality, which is all illegal in, in Israel, were the routine way of worship that summoned their demonic being, their gods or fallen angels. The other deities they had were basically... Uh, male and female gods who merge together to become hermaphrodites. Now, and we see this now with what's happening in the United States with saying there is no gender. They're trying to make little girls and little boys hermaphroditic. There is, they're, they're obsessed with this as far as creating an entity that has capable of sexual reproduction where either partner can act as male or female. This is all part of Kabbalah, you know, in the insect world in groups, many of them are tunicates, and pulmonate snails, and different types of snails. They're all hermaphroditic. hermaphroditic. They can they can be male or female. They want to represent the union of male and female together. Same the this is all Kabbalah, and we have to understand this. We have to understand who these guys are. The symbols of Kabbalah include phallic symbols like the Washington Monument, the obelisk, the sacred pillars, pillars of Baal, okay? the male-female union symbols, hand signs, along with the Egyptian Ankh. That's another form of the Tree of Life, which is that tree that the snakes wrapped in in Kabbalah. These symbols are prevalent in occult worship. The movie Avatar, we've talked about this already. You know, we have this long, hybrid-looking creature You know, in the land of Pandora, worships a tree god called Ewan who gives life to the people can also resurrect them it's another Kabbalah tree this thing was absolutely a Kabbalah movie but guys you remember what what 
God said in the Old Testament in Amos when he was chewing out the Israelites. I mean, I mean, he was really chewing them out with this one. He goes, but you have borne the tabernacle of this Amos 5, 26, 27. In case you want to reference it. But you have borne the tabernacle of your God, Moloch, and Shiron, your images, the star of your God, called the star of David, by the way, by the Kabbalah, which you made to yourselves. Therefore, I will cause you to go into captivity beyond Damascus, saying, the Lord. Now, we got to remember, in Acts chapter 7, verse 43, Stephen said, Yes, you look up the tabernacle of Moloch and the star of your Elohim, your God, Repham, figures, which you made to worship them, and I will carry you away beyond Babylon. That's, that's this is what Stephen's saying, right? you got to understand, this was happening systemically through the Old Testament. Well, this is why God basically scattered the Jews and got rid of Israel because he had enough of it because they wouldn't stop doing this because they picked up all of the stuff in Israel in, in Egypt after 400 years. Now, now we call the six-pointed star, you know, basically of Moloch, you know, you know, the star of David, and, you know, and, and you know, it's just it's just absolutely crazy what we believe as Christians to be okay. Amos. 5, 21 through 27 said, I hate and despise your feast days, and I do not savor your sacred assemblies. Why? Because these were, the, these were all the stuff that wasn't included in the Bible. It was all stuff that were traditions of men. And he goes, Did you offer me sacrifices and offerings in the wilderness for 40 years of the house of Il, 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 Israel? You carried the tabernacle of Moloch, your king, Shasharon, Saturn, and your idols, the star of your Elohim's gods, which you made for yourselves. Their files send you into captivity beyond Damascus. See, this is what we have to understand. That this has been going on for a long, long, long time. Here's some quotes and teaching on Kabbalah by famous Freemasonry Satanists, 33-degree Masons and up. Masonry is a search after light. The search leads us directly back, as you see, to the Kabbalah. This is Albert Pike, Morals and Dogma. Kabbalah is the key of occult science, is Albert Pike. Helen Blatsky teaches the Tree of Life of Kabbalah teachings in her writing. Okay, all of this stuff, all these Satanism religions, all this false Messiah stuff is all based out of Kabbalah. And in their teachings, they teach they would need to rebuild the third temple to allow their person to come out, their, their Satan, their son of perdition, their Antichrist to come out and declare himself God. And we have to understand all of this stuff is happening because of the Zohar that was written after the fall of Jerusalem in 72 AD. In the Zohar, the essential book of Jewish Kabbalist magic, we find another amazing doctrine. It says, the holy serpent is the fountainhead root and essence for all God's sacred revelatory light. What? Think about what it said. The holy serpent. These are snake people. That's why if you go back to Egypt and you look at the hieroglyphics, there's snakes everywhere. All over the hieroglyphics, because they were snake people. They worshipped the snake or the fallen angels. The same thing in South America. When you go down there and see what they did with 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 with, with Quetzalcoatl, all these snake things everywhere. That's what they worship. Okay, remember Solomon worshipped the pagan gods of the surrounding nations, and they were also the origin of the mysticism, the esoteric knowledge of Freemasonry. This is the fallen angels, guys. And those famous occultists are trying to the fact that Freemasonry is based on Kabbalah. And they're telling us that. Kabbalah is paganism. And Freemasonry is based upon the same mysticism and worshiping the same gods, which are Lucifer from the fallen angels. They also they call them archangels, though. They are the religions of the Amakites, the Amalekites, and the other Canaanites. I told you this, the ancient Canaanite religions. And the Egyptians, 
all known as serpent people. And the origins of these people goes back to Babylon. And see, and this is what people need to understand. Look at 1 Kings 11, 1 through 5. But King Solomon loved many foreign women, as well as the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, the Adamites, the Edomites, the Sidonites, and Hittites, all snake people, from the nations of whom God said to the children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, or they shall not marry to you, because if you do, they will turn your hearts away from God. Solomon clung to these in love, and he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines, and the wives turned away his heart. So when Solomon's old, his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not loyal to, to, to the great I Am, as was the heart of his father David. For Solomon went after the goddesses of these other countries and the abomination of the Ammonites, which is the snake gods. This is what we have to understand. This, goes, this, this is why Solomon is so sacred in the Masonic Lodges. That's why they always talk about Solomon. Right? Then you have these other gods like Asherah, which is a female deity, also known as Ashtar in Sidon and Phoenicia. And that same goddess is called Ishtar in Babylon and called Isis in Egypt and Sermitis in Greece. The Romans called her Diana, the same god. The Greeks are Artemis and her symbol is Venus. There are many other names for this goddess and basically we're not going to cover that day on the show. But we need to realize all of these are part of that. And Asherah, a female, is, is basically based out of the Babylonian religions again. Now, her sidekick or her male deity, which we had, she had sex with all the time, is Moloch. That's what these guys believe. Whose name is Rupert, also means Baal. Moloch, Baal, same thing. Asherah is this god's coast consort, a female counterpart, and merges with the Asherah in identity. He's also known as Nimrod in Babylon, Osiris in Egypt. Baal and Seed in Phoenicia, Zeus in Greece, and Jupiter in the Roman culture, and takes on characteristics of Milcom. See, all of this stuff is based in these ancient Canaanite Egyptian religions that I've talked to you guys about. I've never gone into detail with it like this before. See, this is all false religions who are worshiping Lucifer and fallen angels. That's why Shazlane Maxwell says, Jeffrey, walk high. You have done nothing wrong. Okay, wait a minute. So you've taken thousands of young girls, turned them into prostitution in some cases, raped them, pretty much all cases, disappeared them, almost all of them are gone. You don't even know what happened to them. Only 30 of them have come forward. But you have done nothing wrong. Well, that's because she says that because he's basically doing this to their god, Einsof, in the tree. This is why I can't stop talking about this on these shows because this is the head this is the head of the snake speaking of the snake let's look at what I don't like quoting these people I'm going to quote a man this is Manly P. Paul Manly P. Hall he's a 33 degree bison don't like him he's a bad guy but here's what he said man is a god in the making and as the mystic mist of Egypt on the potter's wheel he's being modeled he the master mason in truth has become the spokesman of the most high what? blasphemy he stands between the glowing firelight and world. Now listen to this. This is what he said. Through him passes Hydra. Remember that with the, with the movies with the, you know Captain America? Through him passes Hydra, the great snake. And from its mouth there pours to man the light of God. That's how sick and twisted these guys are. That's who they really believe they are. And see, the religion that is taking over the world is not Islam, and it's certainly not Christianity. It's Kabbalah. 
It's Satanism is what it is. And we have to understand who these people are because the international banking cartels are run by these guys. That's what these guys are. You've got to understand that this is what's taking over the planet. And if you don't talk about it, people go, well, this, is, this, is, this sounds crazy. This all sounds crazy. Okay, I got it. You think I don't think it sounds crazy? You think this sounds okay to me? I think these guys are all looney tunes. But this is what they believe. The problem is they run the money supply. And they're controlling the international banking cartels. They control it all. And we have seen the head of that snake now with Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein and all of the stuff that's happening now and being exposed again. You know, court documents detailed Maxwell's constant orgies with young girls on Epstein's island. Constant orgies. What the heck? Constant orgies on Epstein's island. They had a tabernacle, a temple that was based on Masonic symbolism and also on Kabbalah on that island. It's still there. You guys have seen it. Now, here's what I want to know. Is there an altar stone in there? Is there an altar stone? Or were they sacrificing these young girls after they were done with them? The ones who didn't have families? Who nobody would ask questions about? What the heck were these sickos involved in on that island? You know, remember, there's a giant fire on that island right after Epstein got arrested. Big, big part of it burned. One of the big residences burned. You're covering it all up, aren't they? See, the guys who run the planet, they're being exposed because of shows like this, because we're talking about them. And so they're getting, we're getting traction exposing them. But guys, every time we get traction showing them who they are, we get something else. We get Russian collusion. We get a Trump impeachment. Heck, we get a we assassinate a general out of Iran. That ain't good enough. We'll start a coronavirus. It won't make one bit of difference. We'll release 5G on everybody. Until we shake ourselves loose from the shackles of these satanic groups that run the money supply, and we stop supporting this mess through our tax dollars, it ain't ever going to get better. I'm just going to tell you that. You can't get it. Until you cut off the head of this hydra snake, remember they said in the, in the Avenger movie, cut off one head and nine more appear. What's what they want you to believe? Well, I believe that you know we can cut off a whole bunch of heads. I believe we can slow this thing down to a crawl. Now, I understand what the scripture says, and it will be fulfilled. I've got that. But I also believe we can have a reprieve for our generation and for our children. I really believe that. But we've got to continue to talk about this stuff, guys. And this is why I promise you, you know, you've got to listen to shows. I'm not the only show. Austin and I are not the only show that talk about this. But we've got to look at what's really happening with Jeffrey Epstein, Orgy Island, Ghislaine Maxwell, all of these politicians who've been bribed, and we got a clean house. We've all got a clean house. We have got to go in, and we've got to get these people out of elected positions. We have no option at this point. What do you think, Austin? That's well said. Another thing that I've always been very staunch on, and not just saying this, but actually doing it in my own life, is we have to stop supporting companies that are diametrically opposed to our beliefs. You see numerous agencies, you see numerous organizations like the NFL, like Starbucks, like Target, like Planned Parenthood, like all these companies that they support one another. Money's fungible. Everything's inter inter intertwined. I mean, you said you heard the other day the NFL donated another, what, $200 million to the terrorist organization Black Lives Matter? Okay. Yep. But then 
NFL is going to start back up again, and how many people are going to keep watching it? How many people are going to go to the football games that claim to be Patriots? Probably a lot, and that's embarrassing to me. It really is, because there's a lot of people out there that they have a big talk, but then when it comes down to it, well, I still want to order my stuff off Amazon. I've told you guys before, I do not buy stuff off Amazon at all. I have a few products that I sell on Amazon only for the sole purpose of very long-term customers that have pitched a fit about keeping their products on there. And I'm literally within a nanosecond of pulling everything off on there. I've been talking about it for months. I've been really conflicted on it because of how much I dislike Amazon. They're a globalist retail monopoly. The whole sole purpose of Amazon and why they were so heavily funded through the CIA was to continually put out mom and pop small local businesses and grow this giant global retail monopoly that's a giant squid that takes over the country. Because you have to think about this. You've already seen reports now. They're calling for, you know, you can't go to work unless you get the vaccine. I told you guys about that the other day in the, the New England Medicine Journal. They're talking about having to have a COVID pass to go do things and buy stuff here and there. Well, here's the problem. If you still have 50, 60, 70,000 small businesses across the country, you know what they're going to say to that? They're going to give the government the big, fat, middle finger. Excuse my analogy, but that's what they're going to say. Like, we're done. We're not going to force our customers to have to have a Kobe pass to come in here and buy something at our local store. You guys can go kick rocks. Well, how do you get everybody in compliance then? You dry up the market of retail. You will allow only a certain amount of people to be in business, you completely and totally shut down the economy. Oh, that's interesting, kind of what we're seeing right now. And that's exactly, in my opinion, what they are trying to do. So when you go support local businesses and businesses that are made in America and businesses that are fully supportive of your constitutional rights, you're supporting that movement. When you go to Starbucks and you go buy six, seven dollar cup of coffee, which is insane to me, I still can't even comprehend that. And they already blatantly say, if you are a Second Amendment supporter, you own guns, we do not want your business. And they also say that they will match every single donation of their employees that they give to Planned Parenthood. And the list goes on the line. I've given you guys the list many times. I'll compile another one if you guys have to hear it again. So find out who you're supporting. Find out who your money is going to. If you have 300 million people in the United States and they all decide to stop using certain companies and supporting certain companies, I promise you the one thing that we have found very clearly about these globalists, these individuals that want to run the entire world, they love their money. I mean, they love their money, and that is the root of all evil. So when you start messing with their money, all of a sudden they go, whoa, I mean, look, look at Walmart. Their sales absolutely crashed two weeks ago. Crashed, went to the floor. Walmart was a ghost town in most areas that I heard of, and I'm sure there may have been some other ones that were still going, but as a whole, their sales crashed. When they told everybody, we're going to force you to wear masks, you cannot come in our store unless you wear a mask. doesn't matter what's going on, you have to wear a mask. All of a sudden, everybody said, okay, hold that thought. We won't be back, and people stopped going because they were costing people the entryways. You have to wear a mask right now. You have to leave. People were like, no, I'm not wearing a mask. You have to leave right up, chasing around the store, chasing around the store like some type of baboon. I mean, wh 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 are you kidding me right now? I mean, we're, we're, we're telling people that basically they got to wear a mask to enter a store. How about no? How about I don't support you? Last night, 
Lana and I went out on a date. I haven't been on a date in a while. Went to a local restaurant, small restaurant, real nice. Had some great. I got some grouper last night. Oh, man, it was amazing. I haven't had good grouper in a while since all this stuff's been going on. And uh, we had to make reservations. And I told her, I said, do you want to go eat over there? I said, you call and let them know. I will not be wearing a mask, the whopping 15 feet to sit at my table. And she goes, okay, I'll call them up. She called them up. And uh, she talked to the hostess. The hostess said, well, I don't know about this. Let me talk to my manager. She called him up. She goes, hey, this is Austin Atlanta. We've been in there before. We're going to come in. We want to, you know, keep the business open. You guys know you guys are, you know, not doing very well like every other restaurant because they're 50% capacity. She goes, my husband and I have a medical condition. We cannot wear masks. He goes, absolutely. Come on in. Don't worry about it. Nobody will say anything to you whatsoever. And sure enough, we got in there. Hostess said, hey, Guys want to sit down. Of course, they're all wearing masks. The people at the table are not wearing masks. But it's funny. I watched people as they came in. Everybody's got their little mask on, like the little badge of honor, as they walk 10 feet to their table, and then they take their mask off, and they sit there for an hour and a half with no mask on. And I just kind of laughed. And I chuckled in my head to look at it because pretty much it's come to the point now. You're either a sheep or you're a wolf. That's pretty much the only two things. You're either there to go out and fight the battle and try to defend what's going on or you're a good little sheep. That's it. There's, there's, that's the only option now. Because seeing people walk in like little peasants and cover their face for, I'm not exaggerating, 10 feet till they walk to their table and then sit there with their face mask off for an hour and a half and they feel like they're actually contributing something to society simply because some bobblehead on television told them to do so, it boggles my mind. We're all in the same room. We're all in the same AC system. We're all sitting probably not more than 10, 12 feet apart from one another. We're all eating around each other. But yet, when you wear your mask in and you walk directly to your table, you're supposedly doing something for the greater good. I, can't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I really don't. But, of course, some people do. They think they're doing the good. Wake up. Wake up, America. I mean, what, where is this going to draw the line of sand? I told you yesterday, Fauci now has come out. He said people need to be wearing goggles or face shields now along with the mask. Mask isn't enough. Mask is not enough anymore. We're going into the flu season. You need to wear your goggles and your face shields now. That's what he said. <laughs> I just started laughing when I saw that. I said, oh, sure. I mean, if we're to that point, then they need to start deploying full-blown double-can respirators like M50 masks like tear gas masks that have basically viral filters on them. I mean, that's where we're going with this. That's what we need to be doing. I mean, but it's not that. It has nothing to do with that. It's crazy now. Yelp has now put out a new article saying more than half of restaurants temporarily closed are now permanently shuttered. The economic average report that came out on Wednesday shows exactly how tough 60% of the 26,160 temporary closed restaurants on the business review site as of July are now permanently shut down. Temporary closures are dropping and permanent shutdowns are increasing. Yelp's previous report in April found that more than 175,000 total businesses were closed in some capacity. Just under 25% of those closed businesses have now reopened three months later. This is serious, guys. They're doing everything they can because remember what these guys do, these bankers. They don't produce anything. 
They don't build anything, and don't argue with me and tell me that they build stuff because they don't build anything. They extract money from one group and compound it and extract money from another group and then loan it to somebody else at higher interest, and then that person goes and builds something. Banks don't build anything. They don't produce anything. They don't manufacture anything. They do not contribute anything except loans. Now, what they've done now is they've had the ability, because of fractional reserve banking, to completely and totally use magician money, money magic is what it's referred to, to make money out of nothing. Does anybody wonder why we're seeing the GDP for the last quarter in the United States negative 32% yesterday? but yet the stock market is almost back at its all-time high, those two cannot go together. That is a diametrically opposed concept in any type of economics. A 32 negative percent GDP, but the stock market is almost back to its all-time record high again. That is physically impossible without money manipulation. Oh, that's right. The Federal Reserve said they were going to pump $4 trillion in the stock market and buy up stocks back in March. Oh, that's right. That's why it's doing that. They're going in. They're buying up the controlling interest of all these companies across the entire country. And then when everything collapses and the dollar collapses, who's going to be holding those companies? Oh, that's right. The bankers are. They're doing the exact same thing with these payroll protection loans and these other loans. Now, I'm not saying don't get these loans if you don't actually legitimately need them, because they can be helpful. But I am saying make sure you have your attorney read these papers that you're signing, because I promise you there are more strings attached than this whole, oh, we're loaning you $100,000, and if you use it on payroll, we're going to forgive the loan. Because remember, a lot of these companies, even with this payroll protection loan, it is not going to fix the problem. It's like putting a Band-Aid on a wound that needs a tourniquet. When you start going in and shutting down businesses and causing restaurants, for example, to only be at 50% capacity. Last night, I was at the restaurant, and it's a small restaurant. They had nine tables they could use. Nine tables. It's not a big restaurant. There's about 20 tables. There were nine tables that were seated. Our server came up. Great server. Really good. I asked him, I said, how many servers are on deck tonight? He said, we got three. I said, three. I said, yeah, three servers. Three servers at nine tables. That's three tables per server for the period of time. On average, most people are there for about an hour and a half. They're only open for about five hours. So as a server, you're only averaging probably between seven to nine tables a night. Average table in there is probably going to tip you 10 to $20. So one night, you're going to probably walk out with, on average, 100 to $140. Not bad for server, but absolutely abysmal for that high end of a restaurant. A lot of servers that I've talked to can walk out anywhere from 2 to 250 to $300 a night on a really good night. Now, you've got to think about the restaurant as well. They have nine tables. They have multiple chefs in the back. They have servers working in the back as far as prep. They have table people that are cleaning up the tables afterwards. All those people are on payroll. All those people are constant overhead. The electric, the rent. Yet they're trying to operate at 50% capacity just to barely keep the bills covered. Why is this being done? Because obviously it is not to protect people's health. If it was to protect people's health, we would have the mainstream media saying, listen, we don't have a vaccine yet, even if they want to push the vaccine narrative. We don't have a vaccine yet. We don't know if the vaccine is even going to be work or approved. But we do know there are research studies showing that vitamin C can boost your immune system. We encourage everybody right now, if you've got access to vitamin C, try it. We're not saying it's going to cure anything. We're not saying it's going to fix anything. But do your best. Imagine, imagine right now if CNN reported on the research study out of Hong Kong or the other research study out of Europe that's discussed vitamin C and quercetin. 
Imagine if they just put a blip up on it and say, listen, we don't know what to do right now. We still see cases, even though they're massively overblown, exaggerated, and fraudulent. I'll talk about that in a second, how we've seen flu cases literally go to almost zero now. What if CNN said that? You would have a great awakening in this country. There were people that even were far left to say, man, they're talking about vitamin C. Shoot, I don't know what else to do. Let's start taking vitamin C. And you see the immune system skyrocket of the American populace. That would be done if they cared about your health. It's not about health. It's about control. It's about increasing the medical industrial complex revenue and bringing more power. It's funny how so many people now have been brainwashed into believing the medical industrial complex is the only option, the only end-all, be-all to end anything as far as helping you. I mean, people don't even want to even think that you're God, God Almighty, gave you a gift called your immune system, incredibly complex. And it's funny to me when Christians that claim to be Christians run to the doctor every time their nose sniffles so they can go get a prescription for another drug and then shove a face mask down their throat and suck in their own CO2 and recirculate their own moist saliva through their mask. And they say, I believe in God Almighty, but I don't trust in my own immune system that God blessed me with. That, to me, guys, is a really interesting situation I have seen now because I have seen a lot of people that claim to be Christians that are walking around like scared little sheep, have no idea what to do with themselves because all they do is sit in front of the television like it's their new God and pretend that it's going to give them some sort of hope, some sort of peace, some sort of idea when God's looking down on us and saying, Gosh, guys, I gave you what you needed. I instilled it in your body. It just needs the fuel to work. Why don't you do some research and look at the nutrients and plants and ingredients that I've gifted you on this big blue earth and take something for once that actually makes your body better instead of shoving pharmaceutical pills down your throat that they've basically made in a lab that they know have direct side effects that compromise your immune system because they want you to stay sick. Man, that's interesting, isn't it? That's a concept you won't hear anybody else talk about. But then you see what I just talked about a minute ago. You now have compiled data from the CDC, which they have not compiled it this way. I've seen multiple people now, including basically a uh, group that's composed this from the independent stats from the CDC they released in the last few months. It's ironic now that between the 12 to 14 month period after COVID, basically almost right at three months, we see flu deaths literally plummet and COVID deaths go through the roof. They actually cross right at the exact time in almost 12 to 14 weeks in every single graph. Arizona, Florida, California, Texas, to the point now in almost every single graph, repeatedly, California, almost zero flu deaths right now. Florida, virtually zero flu deaths. Arizona, virtually zero flu deaths being reported. All across the country, like zero flu deaths right now. None. Hasn't been hardly any for the last, like, three months. Why is that? Why? Because COVID's being listed on everything. Wake up. Look at what's going on, guys. Get this information out there and try to wake up as many people as you physically can, Deb. Okay, awesome. Did I lose Ted? 
are you still there? I'm sorry, Austin. I thought I lost you for a second, but I went dead for a second. Uh, I want to go back, Austin. I want to talk about exactly what you said earlier about Starbucks. This is really important that we get a handle on this. Starbucks hates Christians. They hate them. They've told them if you're a white Christian male, if you support the Second Amendment, whatever, they don't want you in their store. They think, well, why would they do that? Okay, We've got to go back to the hearings with Barr the other day. You know, when he was sitting before the Senate and they were basically running him through the ringer or trying to or whatever you want to call it. On his desk in front of him, Austin, because I watched this, there was a bottle of hand sanitizer, which basically was like a gallon size on the right-hand side of his desk. And people were coming up after he had spoken and using the hand sanitizer. Then it was his seat. And beside him on his right side, the left side of the camera, was a Starbucks cup with the logo facing out. Now, you guys may have seen this. And beside that was a bottle of water. So everything was strategically placed, including the hand sanitizer and also the Starbucks cup. Now, the Starbucks Dragon Lady logo, according to some experts, is a demon god. Some people say it's even Lilith which is the god, they say, who was a demon god who ate children. Some actually said it was Adam's first wife. This list goes on and on and on. The reality is Starbucks promotes abortion and Planned Parenthood. It's Kabbalistic. It's all Kabbalistic. And we have to understand who these guys are and what they believe. This is why they do what they do. This is why they use this symbolism all the time. And they stuck it right in our face with Barr sitting there. And, you know, he didn't turn the cup. He didn't, he didn't even act like he was drinking out of the cup. I didn't seem to get anything out of the cup. All he started doing was complaining about because he hadn't had lunch break. He may have some sugar issues. I don't know. But the reality is, guys, we've got to support companies that don't support this. Now, another thing that's a big pet peeve of mine with the Kabbalah logo on Starbucks are the churches in the United States right now that have Starbucks centers for coffee spots inside of the church. You have a coffee bar, and there's a giant Lilith image, or whatever you want to call that logo with the double serpent tail weirdo thing, snake god, whatever it is, sitting there in the middle of the church as a demonic presence, and the churches give money to Starbucks and have the Starbucks logo in their churches as some sign of, oh, this is great coffee, have fun spending five bucks for a cup of coffee, and on top of that, support Starbucks and their demonic presence in our church. It blows my mind. That's why I was so happy this week with Trader Joe. They reversed course, and they refused to listen to the mob and start changing names of their products because they weren't politically correct. Now, if you have a Trader Joe's in your area, I suggest that you support them by your groceries there. Because if they're going to come that hard out and say, we're not going to do this, and we're not going to cow down to this mob and tell us to change all of these names of all of these products because they're politically incorrect. So again, they don't want things to have a male or female entity or male or female name, any of this stuff. They consider it to be racist or sexist or whatever you want to call it. Why? Because they want everybody to be a hermaphrodite. Because that's why they want the transgender movement. This is what, this is what they push so hard letting men use the bathroom with little girls with Obama. It's all based on this religion. We need to understand that, and we need to support the companies that basically support the Word of God. And guys, thank you for supporting Health Masters, because we're one of those companies. Thank you for getting your vitamins from us, your multiple vitamins from us, your mouthwash, your toothpaste, all the other stuff. Thank you for that. Your deodorant. You're already buying all these things somewhere else. 
You might as well not buy them from Amazon or Walmart. You might as well get them from us, as far as I'm concerned. Here's another article from Market Watch. It says, Bye-bye, baby boomers. The coming cull of workers over the age of 50. Employers seize on slumps to purge more expensive, more experienced workers. Study fines. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here we go. Now the people over 50 are going to have a harder and harder time of getting a job in the United States. Now that really is frustrating to me because I've had friends who were the last great culling of the 2008 crash because they were over the age of 50, they were cut loose because they could hire two people for the cost of that one person and the 50-year-old was just thrown out to the woods say, okay, figure it out on your own. In some cases they made it, in some cases they didn't make it. I saw this also happen with a friend of mine, his name was Richard, back in the, back in the 80s. He worked for a vacuum cleaner company and he had been with him for 30 years. He turned 50, high up in the company. Snap, they popped him. That was the end of it. They fired him. He struggled for the rest of his life until he died trying to earn a living because he had not planned that they were going to do that to him. He thought he was going to stay with them until he was 65 years old and retire, pension, all the other things he could have gotten from them. None of that was happening. None of that was made available to him. He was completely just cut loose. Now, this is the problem that you have with these big corporations that are run by bean counters, that are run by the Kabbalists. They don't see you or me or anybody as human beings, if we're not one of them, with the seed of the serpent in us. They call themselves the Benindi Nephilim, sons of the fallen, progeny of Lucifer. They're the ones they consider to be real human beings or real whatever you want to call it, beings, but they don't consider us to be that. And see, when you understand that, you'll see how they do it. You see this all the time with Christian ministries. I don't want to pick on any of them. I'm not going to do it. But I'm going to say it anyhow, but I'm not going to mention names. You'll see it with Christian radio and Christian TV. You know, they become fabulously wealthy, the people who start these businesses in many cases, and they end up having dozens, if not hundreds, of stations all around the world, radio and TV, and they become billionaires. But they pay the people who work for them slaves' wages. They pay them slaves' wages. Perfect example. There was a big radio station here in Central Florida back in the 80s, and they had some of the top hosts in the country on the station. They wouldn't pay them anything. They generated millions of dollars in revenue every year through contributions to the radio station. But one time the guy came to me with the top people and said, I don't have money to buy a pair of shoes. Whoa. And they ended up, he went to the head guy and asked for a raise. And he was probably told no and was fired. I'm not making this up. So these people don't see human beings as somebody that should be blessed. They think they should be blessed. These are the Christians who get caught up in this, you know, this, this me, me, me gospel. And this is the problem that we run into. You know, as Christians, we're supposed to support one another and love one another. You know, yesterday I had a friend of mine, a friend of the show. She had been having some health problems. And I, she texted me and I said, hey, look, as soon as I get off the show, let me know. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and, you know, call you back with Sharon. And we're going to pray for you. And we did. Okay. That's what we're supposed to do, guys. All of you guys who have my emails or my texts or whatever, you call me up, you text me. Now, I may not see it because I get so much stuff coming through, but if I see it, which I probably do 90% of the time, now the emails, I've gotten, it's gotten rough with emails because I can't get through them all. But the texts get to be pretty quick. And with the emails, I call you right back, and I, and I pray immediately for you guys. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to support each other and help each other. So these big corporations that are run by Kabbalist bean counters, they're not going to support you if you're over the age of 50. I just want you to know that. 
And here's another article that says, for this is from RT, it said, A mutilation of young lives, how the radical transgender bandwagon is wrecking girls' bodies and destroying their mental health, causing irreversible damage so they can never have children. Because they're trying to turn them into hermaphrodites. Yeah. Again, this is all based on Kabbalah. We need to realize that. Another article here out of Daily Mail. It says that eating less, in other words, cutting back on calories, exercising more, and quitting alcohol and cigarettes could slash dementia rates by up to 40%, major study finds. A team of 28 world-leading dementia experts conducted the review from the Lancet, and poor blood circulation is hugely influenced by diet, exercise, and drinking habits. Education also known now also known to have protective effect against brain deterioration. Now we're finding basically if you eat clean, keep your calories down, take your supplements, you don't get senile dementia. How about that? Massively reduce it. Eating less, exercising more, cutting out of alcohol. Now let me ask you guys a question. If you're not exercising, you know you should. If you're boozing it every day, you know you're killing brain cells. If you're smoking cigarettes every day, you know you're going to have probably lung issues or breathing difficulties when you get older. But it also reduces, the, it increases the risks of developing dementia later on in life. We need to understand this, and we need to educate ourselves by learning what is good for us. Now, listen to me, my dear friends. If you go to the healthmasters.com website, you can pull up literally 100 articles that we've written and Harris has written and Austin's written and we've posted on health and nutrition and what you can do to feel better. Just post what you want to read about into the search bar, and anything we talk about as far as those topics will pop up and you can read through them. It's important, especially now in these latter times, which we're in, by the way, that we maintain our health. We've talked about that several times this week on this show. Because if we don't, then we're going to allow the people who run these big corporations taking over these big corporations. Remember what what the Fed said yesterday? We're going to do whatever it takes to maintain the stock market. And Austin's right. Whatever it takes means printing money, hand over fist, buying stock, owning the companies. Austin's 100% right. Don't allow these clowns to dictate your future. These are the ones who want you to wear masks. These are the ones who want you to stay drunk. These are the ones who want you to be addicted to sugar and cigarettes. These are the ones who want you to basically get the shot that's going to be a transhuman shot, as far as I'm concerned, for COVID. These are the same guys. These are the Kabbalists who run the planet. I've given you more stuff today about who they are and how they work. And again, they're hidden. They're hidden under different names. Jeffrey Epstein, Rothschild Cutout. Soros, Rothschild Cutout. George Bush, Sr., CIA, Rothschild Cutout. J.P. Morgan, Rothschild Cutout. Bill Gates, Rothschild Cutout. Jeff Bezos, Rothschild Cutout. This This just goes on and on and on. They don't let you hear their name with everything because they know you'll rebel against that. They want you to think that they're all independent people who started a business in a garage and they became worth $500 million or $500 billion. Guys, that doesn't happen. You never get that kind of wealth unless the international bankers support you and fund you. Look at Jeff Bezos. Oh, we were losing a billion a year for 10 years. Well, how do you lose a billion dollars a year and stay in business? I said, that's the question I've got. How do you lose a billion dollars a year and stay in business? Well, you got deep pockets. You got deep pockets means the international bankers just keep pumping cash to you until you take over all the mom and pop retailers. And if you really want to get powerful with them, you just have them shut the mom and pop retailers down who fought you, who didn't want to go out of business, like Austin said earlier. 
And now you have nobody else left to buy from except for Amazon. And guess what else it does? You can knock out 50% of the retailers and they're no longer there to support you or to send you products or to help you. Now all of a sudden, you only have 50% of the retailers to go in there and force compliance with mask regulations. Instead of having millions, now you have hundreds of thousands. Now they can force the smaller amount that are left into compliance until they put those guys out of business. Guys, we're in the middle of a cabalist takeover of the planet, and it's infiltrated Christianity. It has, with the rebuilding of the Third Temple and all the other stuff. And we've got to stand firm against this mess. Guys, have a great, great weekend. I love you so much, and I appreciate you, and I prayed for you this morning. Austin, go ahead and finish it up, bud. Yes, absolutely. Well said. And continue to support local businesses and some businesses that are supporting your rights. That's I, I cannot stress that anymore right now because there's a lot of companies, God, there's a lot of businesses that I mean they're struggling right now bad. And I've, I've talked to people all across the board, all across the country, and I mean people are trying to do the best they can right now, and it's rough, and it so angers me to see what they're doing. At the same time, Amazon, Costco, Walmart—they're all almost record time highs as far as with sales for the most part. And obviously, if you can't see, it was planned and designed like that. Remember when they shut everything down three, four months ago, whenever it was? They shut everything down. Remember the only places that were essentially open? They would forcibly go in and shut down hair salons for working. Remember, that, that was supposed to be to flatten the curve, right? Wasn't that just to flatten the curve? You know, back in you know April, May, I was, oh, we got to flatten the curve. So it's going to be a two-week shutdown. Guys, we're going into August now, and we're still seeing this being pushed along the side, crazy down in Florida, the Keys. I don't generally go to the Keys very often anymore. I used to go down there when I was younger, but it's become an interesting place, so I'm not even going to get into that. But now it's the first time we have seen two people in Florida jailed for breaking a coronavirus quarantine. Jose Ernstine and Johanna Gonzalez were arrested Wednesday evening at their Key West apartment, taken to the Stock Island Detention Center. This is down here in Florida, down here in the Keys. Florida Department of Health in Monroe County issued an isolation order to the parents, instructing them to stay at home for 14 days because they tested positive for COVID. But neighbors complained the carefree couple had been breaking the rules. They had spotted them walking their dog, washing their car. According to the police report, the property manager of the apartment complex reported them to Key West Police and handed over surveillance footage of them located in the common room. The officer took the video of the judge. The judge signed the warrant. The couple was charged with violating state law that requires isolation and quarantine in a public health emergency. Both are second-degree misdemeanors. Fries and Gonzalez were released from jail Thursday morning after posting $1,000 bond each. I'm going to repeat that. If this isn't the dumbest crap you've ever heard in your life, if this isn't a giant grab for power, there's a reason why this article was on every single mainstream news site yesterday, because they want people to see this. This is a fear tactic. This is like bringing 30 SWAT team or 30 SWAT team members from the FBI to raid Roger Stone at 4 in the morning and giving CNN a front row pass, which is against policy for every SWAT team to have press shoulder to shoulder to them in a SWAT raid. Why'd they do that? It was again to make a statement, push fear, continually to show the populace what they will do to people that disagree. They arrest these guys for walking around outside and not shoving themselves in their apartment for 14 days because they said they were asymptomatic. 
walking around. They said, we feel fine. We don't even have any symptoms at all. doesn't matter. We tell you to stay home for 14 days. You stay home for 14 days. They arrest them, get a search warrant, arrest them, charge them criminally, and then release them on bond the next day. I can't even. So what, what was the point proven here? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't know what the whole point was. Um, but you can't fix stupid sometimes. But you can fix communism, and that's by eliminating it at its very root, and that's exactly what this is turning into. Stasi East Germany communism at its finest example in the United States in 2020, arresting people for going outside when they've been told to quarantine and then releasing them on bond the very next day back home. Guys, please continue to spread the truth of what's going on right now. Continue to speak your mind. Thank you for supporting healthmasters.com. We have the Testo Plus on sale right now as product of the week. Great formula. Massively increases testosterone production in the body and males. You can also use the DIN estrogen control if you want to really reduce estrogen and increase testosterone. Those two together go together exceptionally well. But it's on sale right now on the website, healthmasters.com. The magnesium brain food on the 72-hour sale. Today is the last day. It will be ending later on this evening. I'll be on the Hagman Show tonight. You guys enjoy. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Have a safe weekend. And I'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always.